Hawkeye Self Storage in Danville has electricity hookups, 14-foot-tall doors, and 60-foot drive lanes, private bays, interior and exterior lighting with 24-7 access gated entry. They also feature indoor RV and boat storage with multiple locations in Danville and one in Pittsburgh. More information can be found by calling their phone number at 317-745-2700 or by going to their website, HawkeyeStorageUnits.com. Hi there. This is Richard Starkin with the Oak Ridge Boys, and you're listening to Alan on WYRC. This is Sights and Sounds with Alan Kiger. Alan is a Hendricks County native that talks with your favorite entertainers. This is where Alan hangs out with music royalty. Sights and Sounds is sponsored by Hawkeye Storage in Danville. And now your host, Alan Kiger. Just a country boy, country boy at heart. This is Sights and Sounds. I'm your host, Alan Tiger, and my guest today is National Medal of Honor recipient, multi-CMA and ACM, and 15 Grammy Award winner. It is my pleasure to introduce Ricky Skaggs. Ricky, how was your day? It's going good. I'm, I'm almost through uh, my first cup of coffee, and so all is well. Well, Ricky, I want to say thanks off for, for coming on Sights and Sounds. Uh, the listeners just love the people I get to pick out and, and put on the show. So thank you very much. Uh-huh. And I want to start with the first question that you get asked, I know, a thousand times, or maybe more. Tell the listeners a little bit about how you got started you know, as a young kid and moved your way up? Well, my dad uh, and mom saw that I was, you know, walking around the house singing, just like my little grandson is right now. He's uh, not quite two yet. But, you know, he's singing and singing on pitch. It's amazing. You know, he'll hear something on TV and and uh, he'll just start singing with it. And his pitch is really close for, you know, for a two-year, or not quite a two-year-old. And uh, so I think, you know, I'm, I'm seeing some of those things live out right now in what my dad and mom was seeing, you know, many, many years ago. I'm 68 now. And um, so I think that, uh, you know, knew that I was singing with them and that I, that I had talent, you know, for, for, for music, he, uh, he bought me a, a little small mandolin and, uh, and, and brought it to me, stuck it in my bed when I was, uh, you know, um, I guess about five years old. And, uh, I just took to it and, uh, started, you know, started, Playing, I mean, he he's he really, you know, he sat down and showed me three chords. That's about all he really knew on the mandolin. He knew G, C, and D, and that's the basic one, four, five that you know people recognize. You know, G, C, and D, and and uh, it was just I just kind of took to it and and started playing and kept, you know. I, I love the sound of the, the, the mandolin. I loved it then. I love it now. Still play it, you know. And uh, but that's that's what got me started, you know, was that little mandolin. And my dad was so wise in doing doing that because I I really I'm so thankful that he got me a, an instrument that fit my body, fit my size. If he had got me a you know a, a guitar 
something that, you know, had a long neck in it, you know, and a big body that I couldn't get my hands around and all of that, or a banjo or something like that. If he had got me something like that, I probably would have never followed the music. I, I probably never would have done it, you know, but that little mandolin was just right size for me and and for the time it it, it served its purpose you know so uh, I'm, I'm very grateful to to my dad for that well i think the rest of the world's grateful to your dad for that as well <laughs> well he's he's in heaven cheering us on he and my mom both so that's a that's a great a great thing to know that they're the scriptures talks about, uh, you know, that, that great cloud of witnesses, you know, and uh, so it's, uh, it's, it's calming and refreshing and, and uh, very, very uh, encouraging to know that my mom and dad are seeing a lot of their prayers lived out, you know, and their prayers answered. Um, I can't say every day, but but I know I know they're seeing they're seeing their prayers answered for sure. You know things that they've asked the Lord about many years ago, and so I'm, uh, they're they're with us. You know, they're just not here in bodily form, but I know I talk about my dad, and mom. I say something that my dad would have said almost every day, <laughs> and I tell people sometimes on stage it'll just come up. I mean, it's just like it's not one of those things that. Uh, that I plan to say, but I don't know. It'll come to my attention of something that I that I say will spark something that my dad said, you know. And uh, so, you know, they love that. I think uh, that's uh, that's just really great that uh, people love to hear about their dad and mom, and and uh, because it makes them think about their folks, you know. And sometimes. You know, they sometimes people didn't have good moms and dads. I, I'm thankful that I did, and I don't know what it's like to have had a a bad relationship with my mom and dad. You know, because they were both so wonderful people. I mean, they weren't perfect. We all are flawed people, you know. But uh, but you know, just uh, to know that they loved each other all three years, and uh, my dad was. You know, he was a one-woman man. You know, <laughs> he loved he loved mom, and she loved him, and it was uh, it was just so refreshing to grow up in a home like that. You know, uh, to to see you know God between my mom and dad, just uh, you know keeping them together, and and which you know keeps the family together. I think I believe. I believe you're right, and I think you tuned into that because I think a lot of listeners will relate to what you're saying and I'm I'm having a hard time keeping a keeping a dry eye it was it was not that long ago a year ago we lost my father and I I like you had the opportunity to be raised by by great parents that loved each other and loved the Lord and yeah. not everybody gets that and that's yeah. a blessing that you know you just sometimes you see other people and you think wow you know I wish they had what we had but they, yeah. but they didn't get it that everyone could have that very thing that you're talking about and that's that relationship and that's the peace that comes with it you know he never said it would be easy and just you know easy peasy smooth as silk I mean that's that's not what life's about you know uh, but having peace and, and joy you know in our lives that's 
that's that's worth more than all the world's gold and all the world's riches. You know, it's it's been able to lay down at night and put your head on a pillow and say, Lord, thank you that I belong to you and you belong to me. And you know, and I know that you're with, that you're able to keep what you've purchased. You know, and uh, so that's a that's a refreshing thing. Well, I'm going to step out of my order of questions because you kind of led into a, a question that I wanted to uh, ask you. It was for the listeners. You've been around a long time. You've picked up a lot of awards. Uh, there's not much, I would say, in country or bluegrass music that you haven't succeeded at or won an award for. But one of the questions I wanted to ask that I couldn't couldn't find on any of the stuff I was doing on research. When did you know? that you wanted to start following Jesus. And if you, I mean, some people believe differently. If you were baptized, when did you get baptized? Well, I uh, I got saved. Uh, I, I came, you know, to faith. You know, you, you grow up in it, and, it, and it's like a lot of people in the South say, well, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a believer. I mean, my grandma was a Christian. She went to church, <laughs> you know, and, you know, there's no grandchildren in heaven, you know. We're sons and daughters, you know, and, and uh, we don't get to heaven. Uh, we might get to heaven through our grandmother because she spoke into our lives, but it's, you know, you have to come to the Lord, you know, as you are. And he'll show up as he is. He's Savior and he's King. And uh, so I, I had to, uh, to, you know, to, to come to a realization that that uh, you know uh, I couldn't I couldn't get to heaven on my mom and dad's coattails on, on their good works and stuff, or even, or even my good works at all. And uh, so we was doing a a, a revival. Uh, we were playing and singing at a revival. I was about. Oh, 12, 13 years old, my mom and dad had been asked to, to come and lead, you know, lead some of the, you know, you know, sing some songs, uh, you know, during the, the revival. And uh, so the preaching was pretty, uh, you know, pretty heavy, you know, I mean, those old, uh, uh, those old churches those old Baptist churches man they you know they can kind of hold you over hell with a rotten stick you know and scare you and scare you into heaven you know or they try to but um I've been what's called white, white knuckling uh the 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 church pew right in front of me I, I was holding on you know every time they would give the invitation you know and the last night of the revival um Man, I, I was standing there, and my, my my left foot went out in the aisle. And when my left foot went out, my right one followed, you know. And so I, I went to the altar, and, and uh, boy, I was really under conviction. I poured my heart out to the Lord and uh, just was crying, you know, like I had murdered someone, you know. And, and uh, But... Um, I asked, you know, asked the Lord to, to come into my heart and give me for my sins, and and uh, the preacher prayed with me and all, and, and um, so uh, it wasn't too long after that, you know, uh, you know, someone asked me, you know, well, how, you know, what, how do you feel, and and uh, you know, what what happened, you know, and I said, well, you know, 
I can't explain it. You know, I, I don't. Uh, I don't understand it all. I just know what I did, and I know that I that that I did what I felt like I was supposed to do, and and that was, you know, to to receive, you know, Christ, and and uh, and so that person said, well, if 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 you don't know what you did, then you must have not got saved, you know. And man, that just, and it was someone that I, that I respected a lot, you know, and, uh, that had some real authority and, and I don't know, it just, it just planted a seed of doubt in my heart. And I, and I, I walked around with that for a long, long time. Um, and so, you know, I guess I was probably, so, so I didn't, I didn't get baptized at the time. And, uh, so I've, um, I guess I was probably 21, 22 years old, something like that, um, when I, I rededicated the life of, I mean, the, rededicated my life to the Lord and, uh, and, and was baptized, you know, after that. And, and uh, so Sharon and I both, you know, we... You know, my my wife. We've been married forty one years. You know now, and and uh, we just both have really got you know just God just stirred up a hunger in us, and and uh, and we you know we've just it's 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 easier to walk when you got someone to walk with you, you know, Absolutely. and uh, and so there's uh, you know I feel like that 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 has been the the greatest gift right there is to is to have of sharing to walk you know walk with and uh because we strengthen each other you know and um so that's uh that's been you know that's been a long time ago I'm, like i said i'm 68 now you know and uh i'm just i'm just thankful that i did i'm thankful that i you know that i've had all these years uh with the lord and and uh you know, I've learned so much, you know, I mean, he's, he's, the Holy Spirit is teaching us every day, if we'll just listen, you know, and um, people says, well, God doesn't speak anymore. Yes, he does. Boy, he was, he's, you know, I think he's shouting sometimes, I mean, you know, uh, when I, when I read his word, I mean, I, I hear I hear him speak in his word, but I also hear him speak in my spirit and you know, speak to me. Uh, it's almost it's almost like someone speaking out loud. I mean, it's that it's that audible in my spirit, you know. And uh, so I've had him speak to me many, many times uh, like that. Well, he spoke to me uh, last night because I just was I was struggling with with where to go with the questions here and. I finally decided I was going to derail from something I've never done before. I've interviewed a lot of artists, and I don't know. God said you were the you were the one to ask these questions too. And then I got on your website and I saw a thing that said after I'd written the questions it said mission, and then I read your your mission statement on your on your website. And I don't know how I missed that to start with. Um, I, maybe I went too much to the awards and the records and. You know, been a fan of yours many years, but I, I read that mission statement. I knew, I knew I was asking the right questions. So, <laughs> well, I may not have the right answers that you're, that people are looking for, but I know one thing for sure. You know, and I know that that 
Christ died for my sins and your sins and the whole world's sins and that, uh, you know, he's alive today and, uh, you know, he rose on the third day and people, people are missing, uh, missing the true life. If, if they, if they miss Jesus, you know, they may know a lot of, a lot of people, they, they may meet people that that have great names and great abilities, but man, until they meet the Lord Jesus, they, they can't have life, you know, because he is the life giver, you know, and, um, and it's joy that we have, you know, I think, I think in this life, joy is one of the things the devil has really robbed from us and he can't he can't rob it he can't take it unless we give it to him you know uh but a lot of people has given their joy away you know to the uh to the test and trials of, of life you know and if we don't we're the joy that was set before the lord you know when when he was in the garden of gethsemane you know praying and and uh but the Lord's, uh, you know, the scriptures tell us that it was the, it was it was the joy that was set before him that that he was able to uh, to go to the cross, it was, it, you know, and we are his joy, you know, and uh, so I, that's that's how I really read that scripture. I, you know, I've always wondered what, what the joy was, and it just it just dawned on me, you know, maybe a few months ago. I was just really thinking about that, you know, and I. And I just thought, well, we're his joy. I mean, the the body of Christ. I mean, that's that's the joy right there, you know. Sure. So absolutely, yeah. I I watch TV shows sometimes, and you know, obviously that's a lot of that's fiction. But I think, and I can't imagine these people. How do, how do you grow up with? I mean, God is such an influence in my life. You just feel sorry for people that you see struggling, that that have not maybe heard the word. They don't. They don't know who Jesus is, and you know, life's hard enough as it is. But to go through life without Christ, I can't imagine it. I I would not want to do that. Oh, me either. Especially in today's world. Yeah, listeners, if you're just tuning in, my guest today is Ricky Skaggs. Ricky, we've been talking about the Lord, and I want to. Not that I don't want to change the subject, but there's a couple other things I want to make sure that the that the listeners get to know about mm-hmm. you as a person when you're not on the road performing and in the studio what are your hobbies well i love photography and um i uh, i've taken taken some really i think really good pictures and um some that I was happy with, I'll say. I mean, they're they're good in my eyes, and uh, um, I don't know how professional that they are, but but uh, uh, I, I love doing that. And uh, but that kind of comes in spurts too. <laughs> I don't uh, excuse me. I don't uh, I don't have a whole lot of free time when I'm home. Um, um, Sharon and I had some construction, you know reconstruction things on our on our house the last uh, six or eight months and um so we've been busy with that but um uh sharon's dad lives with us uh mr buck buck white and um he's uh, he'll be 92 in uh december and he has uh, has dementia and uh, so 
he's not the Mr. Buck that we always, uh, you know, always knew. I mean, in lots of ways he is. He's still uh, a clown and still, you know, fools around, goofs around and stuff, you know. And so in that part, you wouldn't see a whole lot of difference. But um, in his, uh, you know, in his in his mind, he's, you know, he's very, uh, very shallow as far as, uh, you know, um, short-term memory, just pretty much gone, you know. And even his long-term memory from things that, that they did many years ago, you know, as a group, he, he has a hard time. He just can't remember that, that stuff. But uh, so we're pretty, you know, pretty busy with that. I mean, when, when I'm home, I try to let Sharon have, you know, have some time so that she can, you know, go out and do do a few things. I mean, it's not like she's, hey, I need I need a day off. It, it's not like that. It's just that, I mean, doctor appointments, hair appointments, and, you know, just things like that, you know, and, uh, but, um, but we, you know, we're pr- pretty busy doing that, but, um, you know, I, uh, I, I love to read. I love to get up in the mornings and just have, you know, have some, some time in the scripture and some time, you know, uh, to pray and, uh, communion, you know, with the Lord. And, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's really important, you know, uh, to, to not let, uh, this life here uh, reflect what's what's coming. I, I, I don't I don't quite think on earth as it's in heaven has has quite happened, you know. And and but I do believe you know that uh, that it that it's coming. And I, I'm you know we've been praying for um, a great revival, like a third great awakening. You know I, I know we had a first a first great awakening and a second. And the second great awakening was in my home state of Kentucky. Uh, if you go back and read history on revivals, the second great awakening started uh, really at, at a little little place called Red River Church. Uh, it's uh, the Red River up in Kentucky, and then the, the next year, where they had the big revival at Cambridge, they had over twenty thousand people came to Cambridge before telegraph, before steaming before any kind of mass uh, communications. I mean, it was like God was people uh, to this revival, but it was it was massive and um, went on for quite a while. But, um, anyway, uh, so I, I love to read, and I, and I love to read things like that, you know, about church uh, history, and, and uh, but I, I, I love reading the Old Testament, you know, uh, it's, uh, I mean, Jesus is con- is is concealed in the Old Testament, but he's uh, he's revealed obviously in you know in the in the New Testament. But um, but I love reading the Old Testament and and just seeing how the Lord kind of cloaked himself, hid himself, you know, <laughs> in the Word in the Old. Testament. You know, of course, King David, you know, was talking about him all the time in the Psalms, and uh, but uh, yeah, I, that's. That's some hobbies that I have. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that they're hobbies as much. There are just just kind of uh, just the way I the way I live and uh, try to you know just try to stay humble and and you know and and be you know just be a a Christian where wherever I am you know because I always tell my band you know it's more important to do off stage than what you do on stage you know as far as who you represent, you know, and uh, so I think they all know that, and uh, and that's a that's a good thing. 
It is. I noticed on your website, and I wish I'd had time to have went out and purchased this and read it before the interview, that you've got a book out called Kentucky Traveler, My Life in Music. Tell the listeners a little bit about that and where they can purchase that. Uh, well, I think they can still get it on my website. I know, uh, unless they've sold out. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I know that... Uh, he carries the, the merch guy carries you know carries them uh, out on the road and uh, they're all in paperback now but uh, but and if you can't get it there you can always go to uh, skagsfamilyrecords.com um, and uh, or the RS Entertainment you know website um, rickyskags.com either one all of those kind of work but um, but it's a it's a story. Really tells about my my upbringing, you know, um, my meeting Bill Monroe, my meeting Ralph Stanley, my meeting, you know, Flat Scruggs, and and all of that. My meeting, you know, with Keith Whitley and and how we met, and um, and then just on and on and on, you know. And it's it's really uh, it's it's almost a history book in a lot of ways because of the history I've had with some of these people that was forty. 40 or 50 years ago now it's it's amazing you know i'm getting old but i started young i guess but uh but i you know there's a lot of scripture in that book you know i i, I forgot how much you know scripture is in there I'm, i talk about a certain thing and and i'll i'll, re, I'll refer it you know as to, to a scripture you know or or uh, how how they can read about it you know and uh so that's uh I think it's a. I think it's a good book. I, I know. I was telling somebody. I guess I was doing an interview for His Glory yesterday, Dave Scarlett, um, and it's. Uh, he was. Uh, you know, we were talking about my book and everything, and and I said, man, I need to do. Uh, you know, uh, either a volume two or or come out with another one because so much has happened. You know, since the, since I did the book. Um, you know, I wasn't a wasn't a, a member of the Hall of Fame, then, the the Country Music Hall of Fame then, or the Bluegrass Hall of Fame then. Uh, there's a lot of things that's that's happened. You know, a lot of God things, a lot of good things. You know, so uh, it's always always good to to tell people about the, the God things. I, I like that. Ricky, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you five questions, and these are five pretty quick questions that you just kind of fire away the answer at. Some of okay. you might like. I, I've tried to come up with some different ones here. So question number one, where did you and your wife go on your honeymoon? We went to, um, uh, to uh, Mexico. We went to, um, trying to think, um, what in Cozumel, it was, um, uh, it's terrible. It's been 41 years. <laughs> I should know. But we we went to Mexico, and uh, and I, I know, you know, I just I just told her, I, you know, I told her it's it's going to be on the beach. It's going to be uh, Acapulco. That's where it was at. And I told her, I said it's going to be it's going to be somewhere on the beach. It's going to you know, so uh, you know, just wear kind of seasonal clothes for for the, for the hot weather because it was August when when we got married, August the fourth. And uh, so anyway, um, uh, we went there and uh, ended up going to a to a bullfight. And oh, boy. 
after two minutes, I was cheering for the bull. You know, it was so gross and so gruesome. You know, I hated it. I hated the way it ended. I'll just put it that way. So, uh, for, especially for the bull. But, um, yeah, that's where we went. Okay. Well, Ricky, if I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say CD, you know, because I don't know which form of music you listen to. But if I got on your CD player or in your car, what would be the last music that you listen to? There is a CD in my car right now of a live, some live show, shows of Bill Monroe uh, back from 19, probably 61 or two or three, something like that. Peter Rowan was in the band. Richard Green was in the band. Uh, Lamar Greer was in the band. And I think Bill's son, James, might have been playing bass at the time. And it's just, it's just full of fire. I mean, it's just, Mr. Monroe was probably about, golly, maybe early 60s. Let's see, he was born in 1911, so goodness, he would have been in his 50s. But man, he was just throwing down. He was playing just just wild and singing so great and uh, man those things are so inspirational you know to me i get i get so inspired listening to live music I, I love live music i do too i do too so you're on the road a lot where is your favorite place to eat on the road uh well golly let's see well it's hard to say you know i mean I love I like I like making my own steaks here at home. I've got a I got a method that works, and uh, just getting the good the, the right meat. But uh, I love cooking. I, I, that's another hobby okay. that I yeah I love to smoke meat, and uh, I've got this wonderful company down in Georgia called Rectech. Um, R-E-C-T-E-Q, I think, Rectech, yeah. Uh, they they blessed me with a really great uh, smoker and uh, pellet smoker, and it's great. I love it. And so I love to do salmon. I love to do pork loins. I love to do ribs. I love to do, you know, chickens. So we do a lot of that here at home when, I, when, I'm, when I'm off. Uh, but as far as a, you know, a, I, I like good Mexican food. I love Indian food. I got to, I got to eat Indian food when I went to uh, to London back when I was on CBS label back in the early eighties. Uh, I, I signed uh, signed my deal with uh, with CBS. I think it. The end of eight, end of nineteen eighty or early eighty one, uh, I joined that label, and uh, so I would have to go uh, go over and promote my records and stuff, uh, especially if we were going to be doing a European tour and that kind of thing. And so I went went to dinner one night with a bunch of CBS folks in London and just absolutely fell in love with Indian food, you know, and uh, so. My kids now love Indian food. My son, Lou, he cooks it at home. And uh, also you walk in the house and you think you're you're in, you know, in New Delhi or something. But uh, he loves that. 
and his little boy, Lyric, uh, our grandson that uh, Miss Sharon took care of a couple of weeks ago, she stayed stayed a whole week with him while they went to went back to England, and uh, they uh, the group they work with, a uh, ministry uh, team, uh, they're in a band called the Caseless Birds. And it's Johnny and Melissa Helser. They, uh, Molly, my daughter's over there. She's uh, she's on staff there, and, and they they have a thing they call the 18 inch journey. They they teach people how to get Jesus out of your head into your heart, and uh, it's uh, it's it's a beautiful a beautiful thing. It's a discipleship, uh, you know, training school, and then they they really focus on the arts. They focus on worship and writing songs and. All of that, <clears throat> but uh, but I guess that you know any any kind of food that's that's good and fresh. I love fresh vegetables. I love you know I love you know fresh peaches and and stuff like that in the summer when they come out and, and tomatoes and corn on the cob and and uh, we just got back from uh, New Jersey and uh, they loaded me up with New Jersey tomatoes and and corn on the cob. So uh, Miss Sharon was you know putting that stuff up last night you know it was it's great so we're uh we're, we're happy but i you know i'm i'm not too you know finicky eater i mean i i, I love you know good barbecues uh things that's not good for me probably but uh, <laughs> I, I i love good tasting food i love home cooked we, we were in in michigan uh, one of the farthest points north in America uh, was, was Cooper, or no, Copper Harbor, Michigan. You can look it up. It's it's way north and uh, in in Michigan. But we played there a couple of weekends ago, and the people that run the festival are originally from Eastern Kentucky, where I'm from. And so this guy's mom flew up there and did the cooking for me. She had fried chicken. She'd gotten on the website and, and just saw what I love to eat, and she uh, she, uh, she she fried chicken with the skin on it in lard, oh my and uh, just like my mom, and made gravy and and uh, mashed potatoes, and uh, she, she cooked up pinto beans and cornbread. I mean, she did it all. You know, and uh, it was it was hard to think about after dinner. Uh, but uh, but I I told her that I said that is next to my mother's. That is the best fried chicken and gravy I've had. So that was a uh, a real blessing. That is awesome. Well, my next question: What kind of car or truck do you drive when you're home? American made. All right. Okay, that's a good answer. I drive a, I, I drive a Lincoln uh, MKX, and uh, they've discontinued that particular model. But they uh, they have um, the uh, I think they have the 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 Nautilus and uh, well they 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 called them by names now. And uh, uh, but but I drive I drive a, a Lincoln, which is a Ford product. Correct. Okay. One more question here. Name a place you would like to go that you have not been to. Wow. Well, Sharon and I, we love traveling. You know, when well, we used to when, when we were not so confined to, to being here at home now. You know, but um, I don't know. We, 
you know, we, we've been to Jerusalem and uh, Israel, you know, uh, two or three times. And uh, last time we went was in 2014 with Mike Huckabee. He, he does a great job all over and, and uh, going to all the, the major sites and everything. Um, well, we've been to Hawaii. We've been to Mexico. It's, you know, that's a hard one. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Hmm. That. I, I, I don't know how to answer that. Okay. Um, well, I, I figured. So, yeah. Usually, everybody's got some place they'd like to go, and <laughs> I knew you've been everywhere, so I thought that would be an appropriate question. And well, I always like going home. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm on the road, it's like okay, I've got a few more days, but man, I can't wait to get home. You know, and uh, as as tough as things are here, sometimes you know, it's like. There's no place like home. This is just, you know, thank God for our home. Dorothy said it well in the movie. And, and we've got, you know, 15 acres here. We live up on top of a hill. We can see all the way to Nashville from here. Up in, We live in Hendersonville, Tennessee, but we can see all the way to, to Nashville. We're really up on a high hill here. And, and um, you know, it's just peaceful up here. You know, we've always... I was honored the Lord in our home and, you know, ask him to fill it, you know, with his presence. And people feel the spirit of the Lord when they come to our house, you know. And, and so we're always thankful for that, especially these days with Mr. Buck being here. It's just good to have peace, you know, here in the home. Well, listeners, you can check out Ricky's website for other dates. It's rickyskaggs.com. He's going to be playing at Shipshawana. This Saturday, September 17th at the Blue Gate. It's a beautiful theater. Uh, I'm looking forward to going there. And then you've got many other dates in Ohio, and I saw some in Kentucky and maybe Virginia. Um, I can't remember every one that I looked at, but you're all over the place. So plenty of opportunity for the listeners to get out to see you. Well, now, I I hate to correct. Oh, uh, okay. Kipshawana is on the 10th. The 10th, 10th. I'm sorry. We can we can edit that out. Okay. okay, let's just let's just redo that. I'm sorry, Ricky. You'll be in Shipshawana, September the 10th, uh, at the Blue Gate Theater. Beautiful theater. Uh, I don't know yeah. if you've been there, but it's it's a beautiful yeah. place. And, it is. We love playing. And, and I'm looking forward to being there. And listeners, he's going to be all over the place. He's going to be in Kentucky. He's going to be in Ohio. Uh, I think I saw Virginia on your website. So, yeah. listeners, make sure you get out there and, and check it out. Uh, Ricky puts on a fantastic show, and I'm looking forward to, to this one. It's, it's going to be different than the one I've seen. My, my brother-in-law kind of followed you for, for many years and went down to the little Opry here in Nashville, Indiana, and uh, used to see you back in the day. That, that place yeah. hasn't been there for a while. but um, well, they've got, now, and It's really, really nice. They've done a great job. It's a beautiful theater there in Nashville, yeah. Indiana. So it's uh, not the not the Nashville Opry, but it's uh, it's it's a great uh, great place there in Nashville, Indiana. Well, Ricky, I want to say thanks for being our guest on Sights and Sounds. It has been my pleasure and my honor to get to interview you, and may God continue to bless your life. And thanks for being a part of our show. Well, thank you, Alan. I appreciate that a lot, and uh, and I, it was it was uh, it was good to to get up with you and uh i know there was there there was uh, some resistance there in the front you know but that that's always when you know the lord is something good yes i agree i agree 
Well, thank you yeah. very much. Okay, thank you, Alan. God bless you. You've been listening to Sights and Sounds with Alan Kiger, sponsored by Hawkeye Storage in Danville. And don't forget, if you miss a broadcast, you can hear the podcast at sightsandsoundspromotions.com, where Alan hangs out with music royalty. Hawkeye Self Storage in Danville has electricity hookups, 14-foot tall doors, and 60-foot drive lanes, private bays, interior and exterior lighting with 24-7 access gated entry. They also feature indoor RV and boat storage with multiple locations in Danville and one in Pittsburgh. More information can be found by calling their phone number at 317-745-2700 or by going to their website, hawkeyestorageunits.com.